0: Hello friends, this is Alondra, and welcome to the 12th episode of Let's Talk and Grow. This episode is titled, What Kind of Latina or Latino Am I? And this episode, for me, is almost an existential question. I don't struggle with who I am as a person, and I'm quite happy with who I am as a person, but I struggle to define myself within society or what I'm supposed to be within my Mexican American community. And let me just say, you don't have to be Latino or Latina to enjoy this episode. You might identify with similar feelings that is within your own race or just as part of any group so i've had this topic on my head about what it means to be latino latina on my head since um i don't know probably the last one third of my life or probably the last half of my life and as of yet and but it wasn't it's not until my sister asked me uh we were watching halftime jlo's netflix documentary and it was towards the end when she was performing i think and my sister asks me, "Does't it make you proud to be Latina?" And all of a sudden, all my existential questions resurfaced. And she asked me that, and I just paused. and I've all of like the questions that i've that I've asked myself about what it means to be Latina surfaced in my head, and I couldn't really answer her question. And not because I don't I'm not proud to be Latina but rather because I'm not sure if I fit in to the stereotype of what a Latina is, even within our community, and I've always struggled with that. And maybe someone else could relate, and maybe I'm not alone in how I feel. So like I mentioned, I've always had an issue with the stereotypes of what a Latina woman or a Latina woman within our Mexican or Mexican-American culture should be. For example, uh, Latinas have curves. We're We're depicted as spicy with a sassy attitude, loud, talkative, I guess. More specifically, in our Mexican background, it's like we say hello to everyone and we like to you know we love having loud parties on saturdays and reggaeton and banda is like you know if you it's a big thing let me just say this i have no ass (laughs) i mean sometimes i'm like oh it'd be good to have one but i don't really care to have one i don't think i have curves i'm calm i don't it's not that I don't like to talk, but I don't really talk a lot in public settings. I'm quiet and I keep to myself. And let me say, in in our Mexican culture, being quiet, I don't know why, but it's always seen like like you're like a stuck up bitch. Like a they say a sangrona. Or like you're yeah, like you're stuck up. And usually, if people dislike you, it's because you're co- you're if you're quiet, you must be stuck up, or like a mamona is what they say. And within my family, like I've always been treated like I'm stuck up because I don't like to talk a lot, especially when it's um, a lot of family members. I like to observe, like I re- I'm observant of of how they communicate or if there there's things that sometimes I just like to feel like if there's anything that's being left unsaid, I like to feel people more than I than I just like to talk I love vulnerability which especially not even just Mexican Americans but more now Mexico Mexico is still like this like where a lot of vulnerability is, is seen as weakness I think um a lot of times even when I Read post uh, from latin like memes, like it, it's always like making fun of sensitivity and stuff like that. And I can never relate because, yes, yeah, sure, I I also understand their sense of humor, but I I love vulner- vulnerability, and I don't think there's any weakness in it. I feel that within our community, it's more praised to toughen out. When you're going through difficult things, and to just suck it up, or when whenever you have things that really um, affected you, to not re- to just really get on with it. But for me, it's more brave to look at your problem in the eyes, recognize what you went through, recognize why you are the way you are, become self-aware so that you can actually heal from those things and move on and not just have it broomed under the rug if that makes any sense okay so before i go any further into the topic i feel like i have to say this first one thing that i must say and i don't know if anyone else has noticed i mean yes there's a difference between mexicans that are mexican americans and mexicans that are because of the music i listen to the way i talk which mind you my spanish is excellent like i don't i don't there's this way that they they say called calling talking it in a bocho manner i get a mexican american way or uh, or not such not such a great spanish mind you my spanish is you know as if i still live there está perfectamente bien, no hay no tengo ningún problema hablando español. Anyway. So I was talking to him about this. He's like, "What do you what do you mean?" And I was like, "Yeah, like it's like the way I talk or the, the, the way I feel the way I am, like my sensitivity, I don't have, cur- everything that I said previously in the beginning of the episode, like I don't have curves. I, I'm not sassy. I don't have, you know, I'm not someone who's like that. I'm very calm. Um, and he's like, what are you talking about? He's like, everyone is different. He didn't say Mexicans. He's like, we're, we're all humans. We all like different things. Like, and then I realized when he said that, I, I realized also that it's true. Like in my time that I lived in Mexico, I mean, I lived there as a child, but I went back about three or four years ago and I lived there for a year and a half. And I loved it because I actually felt like I finally belonged because I was myself. And no one said anything about it. No one was like, you're too preppy. No one said, you're a fresa. There's, there are Mexicans who are, are rockers. I don't know. Emo, whatever. Uh, studios ones. There's people that listen to the music that I don't listen to. Like banda, reggaeton. There are those party the party ones and then there's studious ones and then there's people that are into gaming and then there's those that read there's those that like classical music just like I do there's those that like funk just like I do and I realized that in Mexico I was just another human being I wasn't in Mexico I mean nearly everyone is Mexican so you're just you're either just like I guess a fresa, a preppy person, but it doesn't take away your Mexicanness. You're you might be preppy, but you're still Mexican. Or you might be quiet, a quiet person, but you're still Mexican. You might be a a quiet person, you might be a uh I don't know. I don't know why I say rocker. I just can't think of the word right now but you could be a person who listens to rock and you're not someone who's trying to be white. You're just a Mexican who listens to rock and that's, you're just another person. But here, I feel like in the United States, there's like a more narrow mindset of what a Mexican is or probably, I don't know if it comes from, I think it comes both from Whites and both mexican americans of well i don't know i don't i don't know how to express this like i know that a lot of people from other races or or white people think that mexicans you know they all they do on saturdays is have parties and loud music and mind you some could think oh it's because they don't they they don't have higher aspirations in life and a mexican can tell you it's because we're lively people we like to have fun and we like to dance mind you my family doesn't hold parties um, we don't we kind of like the we kind of don't like people coming to our house i don't drink on weekends i mean i i'll have a drink but I drink, like, once or twice a year. I don't drink often. Um, I keep, Like I said, I keep to myself. But it's, like, this stereotype that, like... For example, I listen to Motown. I listen to Latin pop. I listen to... I love ballads in Spanish. <laughs> Sorry, hiccup. <laughs> I listen to a lot of 60s and 90s music. Um... I listen to world music, like Amir Diab. He's, he's an Arab singer. Um, and and I also, and I don't listen to banda and reggaeton. Well, reggaeton, I'm kind of getting into it. I don't, and banda is, well, I, I can stand banda, but I really don't like, like, like narco corridos and stuff like that. And I've always been like, I've always kind of been, like my dad, my stepdad would not my dad, my stepdad would say things like, oh, you're not you're not even proud of your race, but you don't like Mexican music. And I always say, you're wrong. I do like music by Mexicans. I do love our Latin music, but I don't like that genre. And it's there's always like a stereotype that when you're Mexican, that's kind of like what you listen to for the most part. And he and I've always had comments like, or, or, like, because I listen to a lot of Motown. Like, I love Motown music. And I do. I do love Black music. I, I adore it. To me, it's like la creme de la creme. <laughs> if that's what you, want. I love it. I love it so much. Most of my favorite artists are Black. But I've always had, like, that thing where they're like, you don't like your Mexican roots. All you listen is to Black people. Like, you just like Black people. You don't like... You don't like your own people? It's like what? Like I just I don't I just don't listen to corridos. I don't like them. I'm sorry. Like, but I'm not yucking your the thing. The thing I always had is like I've always had people yuck my yummy when I never judge them for what they like. And in my Mexican American community, I felt it more than when it when when I was in Mexico. Like in Mexico, I remember I was in an Uber and the guy asked me, I think he was listening to reggaeton and he asked me like, what kind of music I liked? And I was honest. I'm always honest. And I told him, well, I, I don't like reggaeton, but this is what I listen to. He's like, oh, okay. And he did say, he's like, oh, so like that type of person, like the type of music. And I didn't take it to offense because he didn't question my Mexicanness. He's just like, oh, you're that type of a person, like this, this kind of person who listens to these kind of genres okay and i love that in mexico i didn't feel like whatever way i was stripped off what mean what stripped me off of what being a latina is or being a mexican is okay so before i go any further into the topic i feel like i have to say this first one thing that i must say and i don't know if anyone else has noticed I mean, yes, there's a difference between Mexicans that are Mexican-Americans and Mexicans that are that were born and live in Mexico, from our dialect, from the way we express ourselves, from the variety of things that we like. Anyway, so I was talking to my boyfriend about two weeks ago. My boyfriend, by the way, lives in Mexico, and he's... A lot of the reason why my vocabulary and even my slang, if I ever do use it, stays up to date because of him. And I was just telling him, like, I don't know what I am. And he's like, what do you mean? And I said, well, I know who I am. I know very much who I am. But when it comes to, like, the stereotype of what a Mexican is, I sometimes feel a little bit shunned because you know, because of the music I listen to, the way I talk, which mind you, my Spanish is excellent. Like, I don't, there's this way that they they say called calling, talking it in a pocho manner, I get a Mexican American way or uh, not such, not such a great Spanish. Mind you, my Spanish is, you know, as if I still live there. Está perfectamente bien, no hay, no tengo ningún problema hablando español. Anyway, so I was talking to him about this. He's like, what do you, what do you mean? And I was like, yeah, like the way I talk or the 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 way I feel, the way I am, like my sensitivity. I don't have curves. Everything that I said previously in the beginning of the episode, like I don't have curves. I, I'm not sassy. I don't have you know, I'm not someone who's like that. I'm very calm. Um, and he's like, "What are you talking about?" He's like, "Mexicans, you know." He's like, "Everyone is different." He didn't say Mexicans. He's like, "We're we're all humans. We all like different things." Like, and then I realized when he said that, I I realized also that it's true. Like in my time that I lived in Mexico. I mean, I lived there as a child, but I went back about three or four years ago, and I lived there for a year and a half. And I loved it because I actually felt like I finally belonged because I was myself, and no one said anything about it. No one was like, you're too preppy. No one said, you're a fresa. There are Mexicans who are, are rockers, I don't know emo whatever uh studios ones there's people that listen to the music that i don't listen to like banda reggaeton and there are those party the party ones and then there's studios ones and then there's people that are into gaming and then there's those that read there's those that like classical music just like i do um there's those that like funk just like i do and I realized that in Mexico, I was just another human being. I wasn't in Mexico. I mean, nearly everyone is Mexican. So you're just, you're either just like, I guess, a fresa, a preppy person, but it doesn't take away your Mexican are you might be preppy, but you're still Mexican. Or you might be quiet, a quiet person, but you're still Mexican. You might be a a quiet person you might be a uh I don't know I don't know why I say rocker I just can't think of the word right now but you could be a person who listens to rock and you're not someone who's trying to be white you're just a Mexican who listens to rock and that's you're just another person but here I feel like in the United States there's like a more narrow mindset of what a Mexican is or prob I don't know if it comes from I think it comes both from whites and both Mexican Americans of well, I don't know I don't I don't know how to express this like I know that a lot of people from other races or or white people think that Mexicans, you know, they all they do on Saturdays is have parties and loud music and mind you some could think oh it's because they don't they they don't have higher aspirations in life and a mexican can tell you it's because we're lively people we like to have fun and we like to dance mind you my family doesn't hold parties we don't we kind of like the we kind of don't like people coming to our house um, i don't drink on weekends i mean i I'll have a drink but I drink like once or twice a year. I don't drink often. I keep, Like I said, I keep to myself. But it's like this stereotype that like, for example, I listen to Motown. I listen to Latin pop. I listen to, I love ballads in Spanish. <laughs> Sorry, hiccup. <laughs> I listen to a lot of 60s and 90s music. I listen to world music, like Amir Diab. He's, a, he's an Arab singer. And, and I also, and I don't listen to banda and reggaeton. Well, reggaeton, I'm kind of getting into it. I don't, and banda is, well, I can stand banda, but I really don't like, like, like narco corridos and stuff like that like my dad, my stepdad would, not my dad, my stepdad would say things like, "Oh, you're not you're not even proud of your race. but You don't like Mexican music." And I always say, "You're wrong. I do like music by Mexicans. I do love our Latin music, but I don't like that genre." And it's there's always like a stereotype that when you're Mexican, that's kind of like what you listen to for the most part. And he and I've always had comments like or like because I listen to a lot of Motown. like I love Motown music and I do I do love black music. I, I adore it. To me, it's like la creme de la creme <laughs> if that's what you want. I love it. Most of my favorite artists are black, but I've always had like that thing where they're like, you don't like your Mexican roots. All you listen is to black people. Like, you just like black people, you don't like. You don't like your own people? It's like what? Like I just I don't I just don't listen to corridos. I don't like them. I'm sorry. Like, but I'm not yucking your the thing. The thing I always had is like I've always had people yuck my yummy when I never judge them for what they like. And in my Mexican American community, I felt it more than when it when when I was in Mexico. Like in Mexico, I remember I was in an Uber, and the guy asked me. I think he was listening to reggaeton, and he asked me, like, what kind of music I liked. And I was honest. I told him, well, I I don't like reggaeton, but this is what I listen to. He's like, oh, okay. And he did say, he's like, oh, so, like, that type of person, like, the type of music. And I didn't take it to offense, because he didn't question my Mexicanness, And I love that in Mexico, I didn't feel, like... Whatever way I was stripped me off of what being a Latina is or being a Mexican is. And I guess that's why my boyfriend couldn't understand it. Like I I know like when I was growing up here in the United States as a seven, six, seven year old, my love for books blossomed, like blossomed. And to this day, I... I'm obsessed with reading i love reading so so much and i always get asked like by my parents or my grandparents why do you like reading so much like like they don't understand it one time my dad's like oh why do you read so much it sounds so ugly i don't know why he said that (laughs) maybe it does but it's because sometimes when i when i know someone's i like to read out loud and sometimes when i feel someone is listening to me I kind of like the read my my reading voice gets a little more like down here and I start reading like this maybe maybe that's why he said it sounded ugly but he always like why do you read so much like why but they always ask it like why do you waste your time reading or my grandma's like ah, Yalona, she's always reading but never understanding why and I always maybe it's maybe they don't usually like with my mexican peers and i know there's many of us fellow mexicans who love to read but in the country itself reading really isn't um isn't really encouraged i feel like the importance of reading and the importance that it has on early childhood education like i a lot of people don't really understand its importance and how much it helps you mentally and um of course, when um, uh, most immigrant parents come from places, you know, where they lived in scarcity, and they didn't really understand the importance of what reading is. So when you read, they don't understand why you're doing it sometimes. Not saying all parents, but some don't understand why you're doing it. They think you're just probably an antisocial person who all, who just, at least in my case, an p- antisocial person who's quiet, who's always stuck in a book but and 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 and, um a lot of our immigrant parents like i said they come from areas of poverty and they come here just hustling and hustling and hustling and there's like there's no time for that why aren't you like doing this and that and the other and or education is important sure but they don't understand you know like things like reading and stuff like that is important okay so let me say this for example within our household and i think like i said my boyfriend is from mexico and i constantly go there so i constantly have communication with a person who speaks spanish i guess correctly and i've always loved taking spanish in in school like ap spanish ap spanish language ap spanish literature i've always loved the art of correctly speaking the language right so for me I've always I've always loved correcting my family members when they say something wrong, right? Not to be obnoxious, like I'll be like, "Hey, that's not how you say it. <laughs> you say it like this." And sometimes I get annoyed, and I always get judged for correcting them. Like for example, a lot of our Mexican people in our community, for to in, to say insurance, they will say "aseguranza," but the right word is "seguro," or like parqueate ahí to say park here but the right way is estacionate ahí or parqueadero to mean like a parking lot but it's estacionamiento anyway so I've, I always try to keep my Spanish as clean as possible right and I just like it you know I, I like it and my dad's side of the family which I'm not close to I don't know if it's like a genetic thing I mean, they're all teachers. My dad is very, um, my biological dad. He's very intellectual. He's very intelligent and very artistic, also. Like he, well, I'll I'll get to that to that part later. But in my family, though, like in my close family, I always get shit for it. (laughs) Like, like, I vienes a corregirnos or like, oh, here you go again. You know, correcting us, and um. It's always like... I don't know why. The, I don't know. I just feel like within our community sometimes, it's not seen... It's not rightly seen to correct people. I'm not even talking about speech. I'm just talking about anything. Anything. If some family member is being inappropriate and you, and you put a boundary and you say, Stop. Everyone looks at you like you're problematic. Like doing things right always feels like you're being problematic and i've always gotten like like i said i've always gotten shit for it because if i want to say no i say no kindly of course but no if someone says would you would you like something i'm like no thank you and sometimes they laugh because in like mexican households i guess or mexican culture it's all about like Sure, yes, and and trying to always look agreeable. Agreeable, that's it. Like always being agreeable. And I always feel like I, if I don't, I I never feel like I have to agree with things that I don't want to agree with. If I want to say no, I say no. If I want to say yes, I say yes. If I don't like something, I say no, thank you. I, I don't like this or blah, 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 blah. For example, about two days ago or three, my family was going to go see my grandmother on my stepfather's side. Mind you, I I love my grandpa, I love my grandma, I love my other uncle. (laughs) But there's one uncle who's just very inappropriate towards everyone. He bullies everyone, he makes fat jokes about everyone, or he criticizes you. Mind you, he might be like the ugliest mofo in the house, right? (laughs) <laughs> but for some i don't know if it's a coping mechanism or what it is but he always bullies everyone and no one says anything and every time i've stood up it always ends up like no like, calmate, like calm down like sh-. like just he's dumb just let him be like you know how he is and i don't like it you know and i my sister told me last time she's like you're not gonna go and i'm like no I'm just staying here at home and they were all going to go. So obviously he's like, it's going to look bad. Like you're going to hurt grandparents' feelings. And I'm like, I'm as much as I love our grandparents, I'm like, well, no one, it looks wrong that I don't go, but it doesn't look wrong to them to, to, to accept this kind of behavior. It's not wrong to not say anything. I'm like, no, I'd rather stay home and be calm and not have to have an anxiety attack over how i'm going to manage the situation because i know that if it gets to a point where i i try to be just a peacemaker but i know if it gets to the point where i'm having a if i'm having a bad day like they say in, in spanish si me agarra mal estacionada, if i'm not having a good day that day and you say something really hurtful i might say something i know that i can say things that are worse and I don't want to say it. I don't like hurting anyone, as much as they don't care, or to hurt me, if they don't, even if they don't think about twice about what they tell me. I don't like to do that. And so in my family, I've always been kind of judged for things like that. I I I don't know. It's weird. Like my sisters, like you. Sometimes they're like pick your race because I you're like you talk like a Mexican you talk with Spanish you talk it impeccably you dress white I don't know what the heck that means you dress white and all you listen to is black music (laughs) like pick your race and I'm like I just I'm just a human I just want I just want to be me I just want to be me I don't care to fit into a stereotype. I don't care. That's why when she asked, my sister asked me that question when she said, doesn't it make you proud to be Latina? All these questions and all these times that I've been questioned for my likes and for my demeanor and for the way I express myself came through me. And I'm like, sure, I'm proud to be Latina, to be me. But would they support me for being me? I don't know. I'm proud to be the Latina that I am because I'm proud to be the human that I am. I like who I am. I, and I just wonder if there's anyone out there who just feels like that. Heck, who cares if you don't speak Spanish the way I speak it. It's like, I don't shun anyone who speaks it, you know, like if you're like what they call no sabo kid. I don't, I don't mind. I don't care. But it's like, is there anyone who always feels like they're always yucking your yummy, yet you never yuck theirs? I just feel like, like in Mexico, I feel like the proudest to be myself because I know that no one is. Sure, in Mexico, yes, there's some Americanized versions of my, like some American traditions that I have. And sure, sometimes my Americanized views come the surface of course i'm always questioned for how hispanic or latina i am but in mexico i feel so proud to be who i am because nothing that i meet i'm just part of the whole place i am not it's not questioned as far as how i speak the fact that i like to speak correctly the fact that i love reading the fact that i like motown the fact that i like Latin pop, but I don't like reggaeton that much. I mean I do, but not that much, or that I don't like narcocorridos. No one cares that I don't. It's not question, is what I mean. And I love that. I love Vicente Fernandez. I love Maricela. I love uh Marco Antonio Solis. I love Juan Gabriel. Rake. Oh, I love Rake. I love them. But just because I'm not listening to narcocorridos does not make me less Mexican. Just because I like to speak Spanish more correctly doesn't make me less latina, less mexican. I don't correct people in front of others, you know, I know that's rude, but I don't know, I always feel like being me is offensive sometimes. Now, let me get this clear because I know that some of you who are listening might be might be saying, "Well, how does speaking Spanish correctly make you less Mexican?" Like how? If anything probably the opposite or how does listening to music in spanish but not that genre not make not the stereotypical genres not make you mexican well here here's what i mean like for example if i'm in let's say in mexico i were to be considered a fresa right just because i'm quiet which means preppy uh just because or stuck up just because i'm um I'm quiet. Um, I listen to different genres. Sure, they might still consider me preppy, but at least I'm still Mexican. It doesn't take away from ho- my nationality. It doesn't take away from my background. It doesn't take away uh, that I am Mexican. You know, like I said, I don't listen to corridos and and banda and stuff like that. But I do listen uh, to legends such as like I said Vicente Fernandez, Marco Antonio Solis, um, Juan Gabriel and many more. Just mariachi, I love mariachi, but just not that, right? But in in Mexico it would be seen like maybe maybe just maybe I'm just a preppy or, or a fresa. But when you're in the United States, when you're when you're here the stereotype is a little, is a little bit more narrow. That instead of being considered, oh, she she's she's a fresa, but you know, still Mexican. Here is more considered like you want to be white, and that's that's what I struggle with. That's what I mean. Where in Mexico, I can have my own taste, but no one sees me as less Mexican than you know. It's just different types of Mexican people with different tastes is my point in the United States it's different the stereotype is more narrow that for that that's why I say like my dad sometimes says oh you're not part of your because that's all he listens to he just listens to banda and corridos and that's not my thing and sometimes I don't want to I don't want to listen to it and he says you're not you're not proud of of being Mexican. You don't like Mexican music. She just likes to listen to Black people. Um, little does he know, you know. I love playing music by Luis Miguel and and like I mentioned, all these other artists Juan Gabriel, Vicente Fernandez. I'm mentioning the big ones, but I've listened to a vast, vast, vast number of of latin and mexican artists but it's just this bubble that he's used to right it's just this bubble and it it's that bubble is not me so he thinks that i'm trying to be white Is i don't know this makes more sense same thing with the fact that i like to read you might say why does why would reading not make you mexican it's not really that it's the fact that i'm quiet and a bit more reserved and i'm always in my books right in the narrow in the more narrow stereotype of what uh mexicans like to do is you know be social and and have parties on weekends and and the beers and all that stuff right and usually when you're more i don't know cuz i here's the thing i don't want to seem like someone who's saying oh i'm so academic and i'm so more than no that's not what i'm trying to say but i'm just saying but i'm just trying to say that when you're the type of person who reads and who likes to be you know who's very quiet or observant you're more likely to be labeled as it kind of makes you an outsider automatically automatically like that and again in Mexico, I probably would be seen probably as a sangrona because I'm not talking. I mean, Mexicans, whether in the United States or outside, they're very social, right? I probably would be seen as a Zangrona or maybe, uh, which is like a stuck-up bitch in, in Mexico, but I'm still Mexican. And the United States, when you're like that, they always, they not always, but for the most part, it's always associated with, well, you're not, you're not vibing with us because you think, I don't know, it's like you think you're white or something. At least for me, it's always been like that. Like, I don't like my people. And it's like, it's not that. I love my people. I love our food. I love our traditions are, I love it, but I just do That's that particular part. Like, for me, corridos and stuff like that isn't really... Those aren't traditions for me. And those aren't... And mind you, I'm not a traditional... I don't even like tradition as it is. I mean, I do like stuff in our our culture. But to me, the more traditional is the mariachi, which I do love. But yeah, it's just like that thing that just because I don't like the typical, I must be white. I don't care if you think I'm fresa, but like, stop taking my stop taking my nationality out of me my background out of me stop stripping me out of it just because I don't like the typical is what I want to say stop stripping me out of it stop stop saying that I'm not proud of my people just because I don't listen to what the majority listens to I appreciate and love and adore good mariachi but I don't listen to banda that much there's banda that I do like I will emphasize that there are some that I do like stop stripping me off my identity because I don't like to no me gusta perrear. I don't. I'm sorry. I don't like to or no oh, no, sei, no se no me I, I don't like to I'm just quiet, okay, and who cares? Like mind your own business and stop stripping me off my nationality and my and what I you know, my Mexicanness. Stop. Mind you, if there's anyone reading outside the Mexican or Hispanic or Latin community. I don't know if you're thinking, well, if you like your country that much, why did not you go back to it? First of all, I'm a naturalized citizen of this country. I was raised in this country. Um, I have a, a lot. Like I said, when I'm in Mexico, it's very visible to some people as well that I have uh, a lot of American traditions but yet also to a white person i'm also very much mexican as far as my tr- so it's it uh, even more so now as an adult i understand the saying no soy de aquí ni de allá not, i'm not from here nor from there i i like i said i feel like i'm happily both i embrace both sides i I'm just not. I just don't like being questioned for my Mexican. If this that's when what is hard for me to reconcile when people ask me, "Are you proud to be Latina?" And then i I think, what is a Latina? What, like, what is your definition of what I should be? Because if you do have con, if you do have pre notions of what a Latina is and her characteristics, I might not fit it, and that's what is tough for me. You know. If you have pre notions of what a Mexican is, I pro it's, like I said, this is more towards like our Mexican American American community. I might not meet those, and you might shun me, and I might feel like can then I'm then I'm just proud to be myself. There's this thing I want to mention, though, because I do need help on this question. I don't understand, and I wish that I did understand. So, about a year ago or so, I was watching, I was listening to, no, not a year ago. I'm thinking about something else. About two months ago, I was listening to... Chiki Rivera's podcast, which is Jenny Rivera's daughter, and she had an interview with um, with this black woman. I think, I don't know who was, I don't remember who was interviewing who, but the topic came of women of color, and mind you, Chiki Rivera is as white as I am, or probably even more, and and the lady, I don't remember her name, asked her, "Like you and I, women of color." I was like, "Wait a minute, wait a minute." Cheeky's is like white as hell. Do we still count as women of color? And this is a question I'm asking the public because I don't under—I re- I actually don't know. And I just want someone to—I'm just curious to have the answer to this question because I feel like if I were to make a commercial and my face was on it right and i'm saying you know are brown people or 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 latinas women of color i think everyone would laugh at me probably and then they would say that i am stealing the i'm taking from the struggle of those mexicans that are a little darker who go through a lot who go through prejudices towards them like, my sister is actually brown. She, she her skin tone is brown. And um, she always had the, I saw it many times where people would give preference to my skin tone. Sorry, I have the hiccups. <laughs> and it was tough on her. Like, she always wanted, like, she wanted to be light sometimes. Like, she told me last month or a few weeks ago, she's like, I always wanted to f- to be lighter because of, this, of the preference that our exterior family would put on you. Like the preference that they would put on your skin or how they would tell us to stay out of the sun. Mind you, I'm like, well, my sister definitely is brown and I guess she would be a person of color. But then does it make sense that someone in your blood with your same blood is a person of color, but you're not, I don't know. I really like, this is, this is one of like, this is a million dollar question for me because I actually don't understand that. I would never want to take the struggles of someone who's probably who's darker than me and who had to go through more discrimination because I know, and I've seen it even with our own people, I've seen within our people how I've been given preference sometimes because of the color of my skin. I've seen others been selected over someone else because of, of this, the color of their skin. and I would never want to take from their struggles ever, ever. So my question so that's when I also said I, that's why I also told my boyfriend I don't know what I am what I am. Am I, I don't know if I'm a person of color or not. He wouldn't be able to answer me because in in Mexico, honestly, everyone is just, for the most part, everyone's just like Mexican and they don't have the such thing as what race you are. It's more like what skin color you are. Are you white? Are you a little dark? Is blanco moreno claro, I think, uh, or I think Afro-Mexican or black. I don't, I don't know if they have, I don't know if they have that. But I know that they base themselves more on what's what skin color you are, but not, not really, like, what race are you? So he couldn't answer that question. Obviously, he couldn't answer me that question either. He's like, I don't know. That's, like, an American thing. I, I don't know what to tell you. And I was like, I don't know what I am. Not that I would ever want to live with my dad because I don't know him. But sometimes I wonder if had I been raised with my dad where all of them are teachers, and just to be clear when I say my dad, I mean my biological dad who him and his family um, all live in Mexico and they're all teachers. My dad is very he's not a teacher, but he's very um he's very intellectual and like all his life he's worked for for graphic design, I believe, for the newspaper. He's always been very artistic um, And I wonder if I would have felt. More understood in that family As far as my taste Like I know my dad has um, Like a lot of music that I know He knows I know because I have him on Facebook Alright I'm not close with him But I see his posts And he appreciates a lot of the music that I post And I appreciate a lot of the, a lot of the music that he posts Even though I don't talk to him And I observe and I'm like We're kind of like similar He Appreciates reading. He appreciates proper language, I guess. And although I would not change a thing, I I love my family, and they're my adoration. Meaning, my mom, my stepdad, my sister, and I. I always wonder if the shun or the re, or or the repulsive. <laughs> Remarks I get from me being me, would would I would would they've been erased out of my life altogether? Regardless, like I said, I don't care because I love who I am. Regardless of who shuns me, I mean, yes, it's annoying, but regardless of who gives me a whoever yucks my yummy, I will always be who I want to be. But I always wonder how life would have been, in a sense, if I wasn't always getting those damn remarks. and been more in a community where we're just people with different tastes. When I was writing this episode, I was thinking, I feel like there's not going to be a takeaway, because how is there going to be a takeaway if I don't really understand these things, you know? But, but, the, but as I think about it, The takeaway is be whoever the hell you want to be and embrace yourself and love yourself. And who the hell cares if you don't fit in a stereotype, even if it's within your community. And sorry for that beep. It's I don't it's one of those little bugs. I don't know what they're called. Those little bugs that make that noise on the trees. But anyway, the takeaway is really just love who you are above anything else. Be proud to be a human. I feel like you know, the only thing I could think of that I could compare this to in a way is like I, I know that I've, I've listened to and seen a lot of shows where black people say that they are judged in their community because they feel that they're, well, they're told that they're not black enough, whether that be for how they dress, how they talk, the things that they like. And I was like, that's how I feel. I mean, obviously, there's struggles that I will never identify with. Like I said, my sister is darker than me. And she, of course, she's, ha- she's had to face things for that that I didn't. So I'm not saying that we have the same struggles. Um, I'm not comparing our struggles. But I'm saying that I, I feel like that's the only thing that I can relate it to as far as being told that you're not something enough. Because of what you like. That's what I mean. So please no one say. Oh you cannot compare you know black people's struggles with your own. You're Mexican but you're white. I understand that. That's not what I mean at all. But anyway if there is a takeaway. Like I said it's be yourself. Love who you are. Above anything else. Be a human being. Be be a wonderful. Beautiful hearted human being. Who is authentically you and who lives life unapologetically. Before I go, I want to say I'm proud of you, Latina women, and Latino men and women and just minorities in general who are out here making it happen for yourselves, being yourselves, whether you're the loud person, the quiet person, the person who is trying to break generational trauma, and being bold and the person who wants to be their academic self and the person who just wants to be them thank you for being you and continue to be you you are here only once and you will only ever happen once so i commend you for being you i am proud of you and i am proud to be who i am With that, my friends, I leave you and I hope that you enjoyed this episode and I hope that someone identified, not in the bad sense, but just to know that someone felt that they were not alone. Thank you so much for being with me here today and I can't wait to be back with you next time and please subscribe, leave a rating and let me know what you thought about this episode. Love you. Bye.